Let's begin now. ride with it for about an hour, which is a weird way to open up a show and say out loud, if I'm being honest with you. Vern's Hot Stove, live in Arizona. You, you love to hear Vern again, right? You don't need to hear football 24-7. Some would, would highly disagree with that. Dusty Lag is with you, though, here on After Hours until 8 o'clock. And then you get the Jerome Tang Show. Um, what a year that guy's had. Good for him. Solid year for Jerome Tang. But, uh, yes, it's only an hour. We'll just do, uh, instead of Vern's hot still, we'll move on to Dusty's hotline. So if you have anything you want to talk about, anything at all, 913-586-7610, you want to join in on the show, something's on your mind, it's Thursday, you want to give people relationship advice, I got an hour, honestly. I got nothing planned, really. I mean, I got a few things in case some of you people are just, you know, not having it tonight. But uh, just a weird sandwich show. You go from like a super good professional in Vern. Um, on the other side of this, you have a very respected and solid college basketball coach so far this year. And then in the middle of it, uh, maybe it's just like disappointing meat, right? It's like that sandwich you get out of the the local gas station. The bread looks great. Uh, Packaging's legit. What is the mystery meat in the middle? Well, that's after hours from 7 to 8. And uh, deal with it. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm really not uh, that guy. But no, Dusty Leg is with you here until 8 o'clock. But something that was kind of interesting listening to Vern as I was, you know, trying to kill time. And I was was thinking to myself, like, we did a... We did a futures bet with the with the Chiefs, right? Kind of made the the season a bit interesting. You know, a lot of the people that took Mahomes MVP odds took the Chiefs to win the West, took the Chiefs to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, and then some of you even went above and beyond and put a lot of money on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, which probably paid out immensely if you placed that bet way back in like September or even I don't know, whatever you made that bet. But I was thinking to myself, maybe we should. I don't know. Maybe we should do a little futures Royals betting. Because I was looking at DraftKings today. Again, 913-586-7610 if you want to intervene with this. But I was looking at DraftKings today before the show started. And the over-under of wins on there is 69 and a half. Eh. I mean... I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know what the identity of this team might be this year, have any hot takes because I haven't even seen them play a baseball game. Again, you can hear them play a baseball game tomorrow here on 610 at 2 o'clock. After Hours will then join uh, prior to that game from 6 to 9 p.m. tomorrow night. But 69 and a half. You put a little $100 on that, you win 195 So you win 95 bucks. We'd like to think that maybe there's a chance that this Royals team could probably win at least 70 games. I would think. I mean, it's a different year to look forward to. There's no, or at least not a lot of older guys in the younger guys way. 
The young guys have seen how the league works. They're not strangers to the streets. There's new leadership. There's new voices. There's less confrontation. There's no, you know, military-style manager anymore. Let's say 69 and a half. I like the over on that. I think this team can win 70. No, I think it's a bit egregious right now if you have some baseball hopefuls that think they can win, that they can have a 500 season. I think that's a little a little hot right now to think that. But to think that they can't win 70 games, I mean, that's still, what, 9, 10 games under, 12 games under 500? It's not a great season. Not a good season. But why not? Somebody asked on the text line, what's the strangest thing you've ever witnessed? Today might have topped it. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a situation today. We'll get into that in a little bit. Hang on real quick. Because this is just an open open forum tonight. 913-586-7610. I did have something really strange happen to me today. But I think the Royals can win. I think they can win 70 games. Not only this, they have division finishing odds. To finish fifth in the division, right, is plus 105. To finish third in the division is plus 200. I'm sorry. To finish fifth is plus 105. To finish third is plus 200. To finish second is plus 500. That's wrong as well. To finish first is plus 3,000. To finish second is plus 1,000. To finish third is plus 500. To finish fourth is plus 200. To finish fifth is plus 105. We think the Royals could sneak in a, a third place finish if they win 72 games? Plus 500? You know how to do that, Matt. You put a hundo on that, you're winning 500. I think the Royals can finish, you know, third with the right juice. And if I think they're going to win at least 70-plus games, I think there's a good way they can finish at least third. I think the safe bet is to think they can finish fourth at plus 200. I don't think they're the worst team in the division. And I get it, man, from the A16. It's sad that you have to make a case for them to win 70 games. I hear you. It's been a rough stretch. But give this new regime a chance, because that's what it's kind of about, right? You know, I understand that the last couple of years have been quite frustrating for those Kansas City Royals, but again, baseball season up is, is right around the corner. Spring training games start tomorrow. And I understand that that's kind of the narrative in this town with this baseball team is, is a lot of disappointment. Uh, bad drafting, perhaps. But an old regime is out. There is a new regime that is in Kansas City for their baseball team. So I get it from the A16. Sadly, they have to make a case for them to win 70 games. But again, I think the old ways are gone. I think a... A new fresh start can sometimes be a good thing, at least get things off to a hot start. Again, I'm not I'm not saying that this team's gonna be a playoff team, but I think this team can win more than 69 and a half games, which is what DraftKings has their over-under at the beginning of the season. I really do think they can win at least 70. Again, that's not a great season, 
81 and 81 would be 500. So that would still be 11 games under 500. But to have a little fun with the season, put a little dash of spice on the boys in blue, who are going to bring back the powder blue. All the young faces will continue to show up in the big leagues. Along with some old faces and Salvador Perez. You'll get to be there with Ned Yost for Tyner's number. Put a put a bow on that whole story. Like we said, it was going to happen. Alex Gordon will then soon follow. Then I think, or I guess into the Hall of Fame, not retire his number, but into the Hall of Fame is where Ned Yost is going to the Royals Hall of Fame. Next up is Alex Gordon. After that is Salvador Perez when he calls it quits. But again, hey, put 100 to win 195 when the Royals win in at least 70 games to finish third in the division plus 500. Why not? You got to gamble. Back to the question, what's the strangest thing you've ever witnessed? So today, other job, something happened during lunch. Lady didn't like her food. And this other lady at the table was a bit wild. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Lucas. But I had this lady explain to me her entire life story, dropping F-bombs while sitting. And then after we explained that everything would be taken care of, I never saw the lady again. I mean, she explained to me how her father passed away, how and where she used to get her hair cut. She's no longer in a relationship and that she has all these things and does this, these different things now and was cussing and was upset. And I'd never been a part of that. I'd never been a part of a random stranger's vent. I've been part of a lot of friends' vents, exes' vents, friends of friends' venting. I mean, she told me she always got her hair cut at great clips, never got to treat herself. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. I stood there, direct eye contact. Like, that was one of them... I'm going to be dead serious with you, man. That was one of those situations where, like, all the rules that you told yourself or someone's told you in situations like this start, like, dialing up in your head. Whatever you do, don't say ma'am. Every response was miss. Whatever you do, nod your head and say I'm sorry. And then it was just, like, pump her up a little bit. And then after she vented and I went to the back to put some stuff away, I came out and she was gone, Daddy. Never sorry. I hope the well, I hope the best for her. Hey, glad you can vent here. This yeah. is a safe space. You know what I mean, man? But I don't know if you've ever been a part of somebody's entire life problems thrown right onto your chest and you just got to deal with it like a bullet. Keep eye contact. Don't you dare look away the whole time straight into her face. It was wild, man. But I'm okay with that. 913-586-7610. No random 8 o'clock question tonight because we won't be on at 8 o'clock. The Jerome Tang Show will be on. But, um, yes, you've asked. You will hear about it. Um, Eric Bieniemy. he had a press conference today. That's not the weirdest thing I thought that had happened for an offensive coordinator to be named. I think there's other things in this story that 
are kind of interesting. We'll do that here when we come back on After Hours. The Super Bowl champions play here. To the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Kansas City. A defensive score by Nick Bolton. They're going to throw a quick pass to Tony. He's got it on the edge. He will walk into the end zone. Left side wide open, Sky Moore, touchdown, Kansas City. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. Congratulations, Kansas City. From your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Back in on 610 Sports Radio. Dusty Likens with you. Luke as well. After hours here on 610 Sports Radio. 913-586-7610. Or just, you know, it was Vern's hot stove. Now it could be Dusty's hotline. I'm okay with that. You want to you, you get something off your chest? You got an hour to do it. You can interrupt any sort of conversation we're having. 420 says, same thing happened to me about telling or hearing everybody's story. For me, it happened at a strip club once. But I was really wasted, and she was really hot. Told her my life story, $10 at a time. That's an expensive story. Very expensive story. Somebody asked, do I work in a restaurant? Yes. Correct. Uh, Big T, welcome to the show. Go ahead, man. You're on the phone. Hey, Dirty Wolf. Well, thanks What's for up? taking my call. Uh, no hey, problem. Man, so, so, hey, man, I'm sorry you had to go through that story. I know, working in that industry that we work in. Wild, I, man. Uh, wildest day of my life because I didn't know if, like, this was actually happening to me. And then at the same time, I've been prepped my whole life to just sit there and take it all in. And, and boy, it was a reality check. Well, that's what we're here for. I mean, you, I, you should, I could tell you a lot of stories. Um, I was just wondering, did, was she having martinis as she was telling you these stories? Now it's a flavored lemonade. Maybe it should have been a martini, but it was uh, it was a flavored lemonade, and it, it just was it wasn't going well, man. From from everything in her life, but I'm glad that I was the I was able to sit there and be the target practice. <laughs> You're a good man. Hey, uh, so Dustin, I want to get something off my chest. So nothing against your intro music. Yeah, it's that it's that Walmart jingle. You mm-hmm. know, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. But look, but we all know who owns what is Walmart own the stench turd Bronco. Mm. So I, I would wish from here on out, and it's your call, or maybe just amuse me, humor me a little bit. Your intro music should be uh, Warren Zevon, Werewolf of London, period, mm. because you're a dirty werewolf. Let's hear that. I think that would fit. But it's your show. You do what you want. That's just a suggestion. Um, also, A.B., uh, Eric, uh, yeah, the enemy, I'm, I'm rude for that guy. I, I, I don't care what happens. We always take our hat off to that man. Great job. I'm, I'm rude for him. Um, so, Dustin, uh, yeah, Vern, I'm getting pumped. I'm getting pumped. You, you oh, said yeah. it. We got a new coach. We got some new, you know, new young blood. It's a new, new season. Uh, uh, I'm with you. I, I spent ten bucks. I, I, I bet them to win their division. Now it probably won't happen, but I've spent. I, I've wasted ten dollars on worse. You know, right. so at fifty to one, what the hell? And then I'm with you on the uh, over. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, on that. They're going to win more than seven games. Come on, man. I mean, these young guys, like I just said, the pitching, and we got a lot of arms. And and it's just optimism. It's summer. We we all love our Royals. We love listening to Vern. And I just can't wait for that. And then, like I said, uh, you know, keep up the good work. And it's hard to work in the hospitality industry. Anybody who's never done that out there, we're like a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. We're like the uh, 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 beer server. We're like the – an employee, you know, lean on his shoulder with their problems. So I applaud you, Dustin. You always end your show with doing nice things for, for in the world. And I think you did your nice thing today. And as always, 
Let's go Royals. Thanks for the call, Big T. Always. Uh, Danny KCK. Dusty, I think 88 wins in a wild card. What do you think? I think that's uh, wishful thinking. I hope, I mean, man, what a time to be alive, right? If, if that happens. Holy smokes. I mean, I get it. It's fun to watch the Chiefs win, but it's a lot more fun to watch the Royals win, and I don't know why, and I can't explain it. Maybe one we just kind of take for granted. We knew it's always been there, and then, but it's like, man, if the Royals are competitive, man, KC is electric. Summer nights are fun. I mean, summer nights are still fun, but still, like, they get a lot more fun at the Royals uh, if they start doing it. Uh, so Eric Bieniemy had a press conference. I thought it was kind of odd. Maybe I'm wrong. He was asked about LaShawn McCoy's comments. I want to talk about those. And also, we have a two-sided story here. And it's sad that it costs Eric Bieniemy's persona and position for this to happen. Again, an offensive coordinator who is apparently very sought after is now being portrayed in the media with a press conference with all of these types of things. And I get it. He's a hot commodity when it comes to the media. People want to know what he thinks. You know, he's in a new place. He's got a new system. He's the head coach or he's the assistant head coach. He gets to pick his staff, all that kind of stuff. And it's basically come down to two sides for the Eric Bieniemy situation. One, what happens if he fails? If he fails, everyone will sit back and be like, I told you so. Andy Reid was calling all the plays. It was never Eric Bieniemy. LaShawn McCoy might be onto something. For those of you that forgot, people said that, or the thing that LaShawn McCoy had said was that, you know, he basically trashed Eric Bieniemy. And ever since he said that he's not a good coach, that he cusses at people, that he yells, we all know the story. Sean McCoy was at the end of his rope and he kept fumbling the ball. And Eric Bieniemy is a passionate coach. And what I mean by that, you've all probably had one of you play competitive sports. The guy that yells, the guy that is, you know, and a lack of, Loose terms, always in your ass. Always like, hey, you know, they want they want the best for you, but sometimes it's, you know, got to come out a little fierce. I like to call them red asses, like Randy Johnson. Former players aren't like, oh, Randy Johnson was a mean guy. He was always cussing and yelling at me. Now Randy Johnson just expected you to do your job, and if you didn't, he let you know that, hey, maybe don't do that again. Constructive criticism. Some can't handle it. LaShawn McCoy proving he's one of them. Tyreek Hill came to Eric Bieniemy's aid. Many people, even Andy Reid came to Eric Bieniemy's aid when that quote, or last, I guess the last time LaShawn McCoy had said something about it. But let's say that he succeeds. And I have no doubt that he won't. I understand their quarterback situation is quite questionable. They've officially named their starter. I couldn't tell you his name off the top of my head, and I'm not going to. But that's not what it's about. The Washington offense is decent. They have a couple of good wideouts, and they have a two-headed running back system. Oh, come to think about it, Eric Bieniemy is a running backs coach, and who's been giving him credit? Lots of offensive players and running backs themselves. Jamal Charles, Damian Williams, just to name a few that have been around Eric B. Enemy. And Washington does have a two-headed system. And Eric B. Enemy knows what he's talking about when it comes to that. And if Washington becomes a two-headed running back system and can really ground and pound, their quarterback play could probably prevail. 
And who better than to talk about things when it comes to being a good offense than one Eric B. Enemy? Your Hall of Fame runner, okay? Everybody's entitled to their own position, to their own uh, comments and how they feel. When it's all said and done with, I think that's all I have to say because he's entitled to his own opinion. That's life. Okay, you got good and you have bad, you know? It does not impact me in any way. Because one thing that you learn when you're in this position, you have to learn to eliminate distractions, all right? My job is to focus on the now. Everything outside these walls has no impact on Eric Bieniemy moving forward. So again, I think that there are people out here that make egregious takes about certain people that they have no business saying. LaShawn McCoy knew Eric Bieniemy in my mind for about five minutes, and then it was like, oh, I don't like the way this guy talked to me because I've never probably been talked to like that in my entire life. I'm not saying that everybody has to be a good coach by yelling and cussing, but don't get it twisted. Just because somebody is tough or just because somebody is on to you does not mean that they are evil or they are malicious or they want what's worse for you. It just means that they're passionate and that they care. But again, if he fails, so many people will come out of the woodworks and say, see, I told you it wouldn't work with a vague response like that. But if, it's, if he succeeds, which he might, it seems that the Andy Reid tree is pretty rich. Things seem to be going well in Buffalo. Yes, I understand that championships and playoff games have not been what you've needed or not have been what you've wanted or have gotten, but of what you've needed. But you're relevant. You are good. Your head coach comes from a promising past. Ron Rivera, been pretty good. Right? Kafka's now being sought after. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, and now he's changing Jacksonville. Seems like there's really no bad apple. There probably is a few, but of recent, they've been pretty ripe. Let Eric Bieniemy strive. Let him be the one that gets to come back and say, see, now what? From the 316, dude, it's clear that chick shook you up earlier. You seem off tonight, bro. Just say a prayer for her and try to get a good night's sleep tonight. Well... I feel just fine. I feel like I'm doing okay. I do kind of like the Big T recommendation, Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon. Great song. He had a Chinese menu in his hand. There's a lot of weird one-liners in that song. So there you go. From the 913, I'm way behind listening to the podcast. I appreciate you. But 70 wins is 22 games under 500. i I'm sorry. Math is very tough for me. So maybe I am off a little night. Not because that chick shook me. Not a chance. But again, I this think is... You're doing great. Oh, I appreciate that. But no, this is fun. Uh, we'll be off at 8 o'clock. The Jerome Tang Show will start after that. When we come back, there's a whole lot more. we got 30 more minutes of this. Netflix is doing a quarterback show. I'm interested to know why it's these three. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Hey, it's Travis Kelsey, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Back 
Morgan on After Hours. Dusty Leggins with you. 610 Sports Radio, 913-586-7610 if you want to jump down in it. Um, that's how we started the show. I think we should put 100 bucks on the Royals to win over 69 and a half games. I think that we should do that. Also, they finished third in the division. They give, It's plus 500 right now. That seems like a uh, pretty fair futures bet. Makes the season fun, right? Not a successful season over 70 or 70 wins, but you know what? Successful if you're betting. And if you're successful when you're betting, you're having a lot of fun doing so, at least from my experience. Not so much if you're not winning. But again, you have, whole, you have the whole season to root for it, right? Do you imagine what you'd be feeling if they got to like 60 games of wins? It's like getting close to it, and you get to go to the game. I mean, just let's go. Um, so right now, Netflix has a really good, I guess, documentary you can call it. It's called Full Swing. I've been intrigued. I get it. You all get it. Dusty, you love golf. It is what it is. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, golf. Boring for a lot of people. But this one's been kind of interesting. Um, from the same people that did the F1 series, that one was insane too. I mean, I didn't really... Not really wasn't into the F1 series, but that documentary was insanely awesome and well done. Uh, Full swing, kind of the same thing. Actually, it is the same thing. It's set up the exact same way. Every episode is a different storyline, but somehow they all tie in together. It's just, it's very well done. But one thing I thought was interesting is that the advertisements of this new documentary on Netflix, which is The Quarterback, is Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. I'm extremely confused as to how that's the trio that they came up with. I understand that there are people that are not about it, don't want to do it. Thank you for asking, but no thank you. But I find it hard to believe that they went through everybody because I feel like Mahomes was probably a a top get. Hey, here's a guy with a fun story this year, right? His wide receiver one is leaving. Um, Travis Kelsey is still pretty awesome and entertaining. So we can follow Patrick Mahomes, whose best friend is Travis Kelsey, who's probably around Travis Kelsey a ton. And then it's like, who else did they ask? Well, apparently they asked Kirk Cousins and he said yes, which I feel like this is just going to make us be more annoyed with Kirk Cousins. Because I don't know really where people's standpoint or viewpoint is of Kirk Cousins. I think he's extremely annoying. I think he's just the guy that can't ever amp it down. Like those guys in slow pitch softball leagues, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you play in leagues that you can only hit a certain amount of home runs, but then here comes Larry who can't amp it down and he's still hitting 400, 400 footers over the fence. And you're like, man, those are outs. And he just looks at you with with – Red man in his mouth saying, we're just getting practice in. I've had that happen once in my life. True story. Almost the exact same way I just told it. And that's who Kirk Cousins reminds me of. And I just, I don't need to see the shirtless plane dance. Imagine how much better Justin Jefferson could get if he didn't have Kirk. And then Marcus Mariota, the guy that basically quit on his team once he was benched. So that'll be interesting. But I think the best part of this documentary is that for local people that are trying to bridge the gap of the offseason with no football to watch or anything like that, unless you're really into the NFL or the XFL, 
And that's something that you need to get by with. Paxton Lynch getting benched, hilarious. But luckily you get Mahomes in this documentary this year, which is pretty interesting. Because think about the year that it was from the preseason to where Mahomes ended up winning the Super Bowl trophy, winning the MVP, winning the MVP trophy, Super Bowl MVP, and everything that happened this year from the high ankle sprain to the doubters. And I'm interested to see like what moment from this season that maybe somebody like you, 913-586-7610, could be interested in. Like what part of the season that they might capture on camera is probably the most interesting way it looks for you? Or what's something that you're hoping that they discover that maybe you didn't see it a certain way? I kind of want to see like what his attitude is after the Indianapolis loss. I feel like that was something that kind of changed or got a little bit different. Or the season might have had an interesting look in after that loss to the Indianapolis Colts, which seems still to this day as the anomaly of the season. Maybe the high ankle sprain. Maybe they really dial in when he goes in on the New Heights podcast, but interesting way to look at it when it comes to those three quarterbacks. And I feel like if they really wanted to do it, now maybe they tried and it just didn't work, but I feel like if they really wanted to do it, it should have been like Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. Because to me, that would have been the best way to really lock and dial people into this first time ever. I feel like you got to go big. You got to make sure it works. It's like True Detective, right? Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey, never been good since. They're trying. But it's not working. But Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen would have been great. And I get it. It is called quarterbacks, so you're going to have to consistently only have quarterbacks. Which makes you wonder if it's Mahomes, Cousins, and Mariota this year, who would you want to see in the next one? Because they got Mahomes, but they got Mahomes on probably the best time they're ever going to get Patrick Mahomes. So... Your first season, lucky you. You get the MVP, the Super Bowl MVP, and the Super Bowl champion. Marcus Mariota, a little bit of an interesting story this year, right? Was the quarterback. Atlanta was doing decent. And then I'm pretty sure he was like benched, and then he was like, I just don't want to play anymore. I'm good. Just an interesting trio of guys to do the uh to do the first shoot of it. But good for Patrick Mahomes, also 913-586-7610. Be interesting to know like what you would want as the next three to do it as quarterbacks. Because Trevor Lawrence, well, really not a whole lot of personality there. Burrow would be good. Maybe Derek Carr's new situation might be interesting to kind of document. He seems like a I don't know. He was interesting on hard knocks. Lamar Jackson would be a good one with his new situation. Speaking of a situation, Aaron Rodgers, he is out of the darkness and into the light. What does that mean? I don't know, but they have odds of where he goes, and it's quite interesting if you ask me.
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Back in on 610 Sports Radio After Hours, final segment that we're out of here for the evening. You'll get K-State's head man on the basketball court, Jerome Tang Show. Uh, K-State basketball uh, can be heard Saturday. Got some, uh, I don't know, I guess, really what? We're just we're just waiting for uh, Texas, Kansas to, to figure out the Big 12. No games till then, obviously. Um, but Saturday will be fun. West Virginia at Kansas, 3 p.m. start. K-State at Oklahoma State. That's a 1 o'clock start, so you'll get pregame coverage at noon on 610 Sports Radio with the Wildcats there. And then the game of the day, Texas at Baylor. Which, you know, right now, if Baylor beats K- if Baylor beats Texas, which is possible, Kansas takes care of business against West Virginia, which is definitely possible. KU's in the driver's seat once again. I know there's a lot of you that don't want to hear it. Missouri's doing good, too. Denny Gates, man, doing good. Heck of a win the other night. Not for the faint-hearted, I can tell you that much. Interesting story that came out today. Aaron Rodgers has eroded from the darkness and into the light. Not that anybody cares, but Aaron Rodgers is out of the black hole where he spent four days, four nights, off the grid completely. I wonder if any of you could do that. I know for a damn fact I could not. I have too much ADHD, too ADD. But boy, wouldn't that be an experience? To my knowledge, she was only fed through a slit in the and like the wall or the door where food was given to him, like pure, like in the hole, Shawshank Redemption style. No, I don't know the question to if he was clothed or naked. Hopefully the second. Makes it that much better. But Aaron Rodgers has emerged as a very hot commodity amongst teams that need quarterbacks. I don't know what the Jets are thinking, but it sounds like maybe they're thinking that Derek Carr is the guy for them. Now, I don't know which quarterback is the first domino to fall, but I know which one's the most important domino that will fall, and that is one, Aaron Rodgers. And Odd Sharks, as good as they are, came out with a little bit of Aaron Rodgers' odds. As of January 23rd, the Raiders were the favorites at plus 550. The Raiders remained the favorites as of February 7th at minus 450. And the Raiders are now even more so the favorites at minus 200. Every team has gotten better odds except the 49ers. It appears they are going to decide between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. QB controversy coming up this offseason. But now the Jets are plus 150. They're a little bit closer. 
even though they're talking about how Derek Carr could be the guy that leads their franchise next year, I don't think the Jets would be in trouble if that was the case. I think they would be an interesting bet to make the playoffs, if I'm being real. I really do think that'd be an interesting way to put that bet there. Just because I think they have an offensive sound system. I think Brees Hall will be back and he'll be decent enough off that injury and then get effectively better as the season goes on. You won Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Robert Sala, great coach. I don't think they want the Rodgers type of distraction that will come. I think Aaron Rodgers will enjoy Vegas. Vegas is weird, man. Vegas is different. Because you go to the Strip, it's like a Hollywood movie. But if you live outside the Strip, quiet town. But the Raiders at plus 550 and now minus 200, it's interesting. Because I think everyone's trying to figure out who's going to get Aaron Rodgers before we find out who's going to get Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson's an interesting piece. And I think a lot of people are piecing the Raiders to the next big quarterback signing, but the reason Rodgers makes sense in Vegas is the obvious. You connect that puzzle back together that's him and Devontae Adams. You also give him a ton of weapons. I think they really are a good quarterback away from maybe being that team. The thing that's interesting about Rodgers to Vegas is the relationship that he'd have to have with that head coach. Both men, I think, are, I think I'm safe to say, are egotistically driven and have a decent enough resume to where you both could say, okay, well, what you think uh, you say is probably right in your mind. Whether it is or not is to be debated. But given resume, given tenured, I think both men have a case for themselves. That doesn't bode well for me for Vegas. This is why you hammer the Chiefs next year again when it comes to this division. Somebody had mentioned earlier that they wanted to see as a quarterback next year was Russell Wilson so you can watch him him crash and burn. I don't need to watch anymore Russell Wilson. Whether it's for enjoyment of watching it not work or whether it's Another subway. I just, I could never watch another Russell Wilson clip or another Russell Wilson quote and be just fine with life. In fact, I'd be okay having to hear that lady's story again today than watch something of Russell Wilson. I'm being honest. As for Lamar Jackson, he's an interesting puzzle piece as well to fit into the offseason that is the 2023 season. Because where's the best place for Lamar? Is it in Baltimore? I don't think so. I think that's one of those, it's a breakup. It was nice. I did my job. We're clearly not going in the same direction when it comes to our minds. And that ship has finally sailed. They've missed the boat on continuing that relationship. He would be dangerous in Miami. I don't know if that's where he goes. I know Vegas has interest in Lamar Jackson as well, which I think he would be 
fantastic there, but Lamar Jackson and Josh McDaniel don't necessarily scream friendly relationship to me. But again, does it even matter what the Raiders do? Right? This was the year, at least some people are saying the Chiefs gaslighted it, but that's, I don't really give a rip about that opinion. But this is one of those things where does it really matter what the Raiders do? Does a move the Raiders make like this at quarterback give any sort of fear strike to you as a Chiefs fan? Probably not. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders, are you at some point going, well, I don't know. Makes things kind of interesting. Did you get that way at all when Sean Payton went to the Broncos? I didn't at least. Now, granted, I kind of looked at it from a, a long way back standpoint and said, Sean Payton without Drew Brees, decent. Sean Payton with Drew Brees, excellent. How much of it was Drew Brees in New Orleans for Sean Payton? How much of it was excellent Hall of Fame quarterback play, mediocre coaching? Because if there's one thing I can say confidently is that I cannot see Russell Wilson coming back next year and being great. I don't blame Nathaniel Hackett for Russell Wilson's play. Russell Wilson just lost a step. It's clearly obvious. And when you lose a step, trying to be somebody that you were a step ago doesn't work out well. It's a mental thing. Guys that handle it well continue their career in dominant form. Example, Justin Verlander. Verlander found out he wasn't throwing 99 anymore, and then he went to 92 in precision and won Cy Young last year. So does it really matter if Lamar or Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders because of what the Chiefs have and what the Chiefs have been doing? Does it matter that Sean Payton is head man in Denver? Not really. At least not now. I'll refuse to think that something's going to change that because it's not. I appreciate all the time tonight. I appreciate you all listening. It's been a fun night on here and after hours, 913-586-7610. As we get ready to head out for the Jerome Tang Show for the K-State basketball fans, be sure to tune in. Your team is in a serious season this year. At Oklahoma State this weekend, take care of business. You're obviously going to be a tournament team. But again, a fun show tonight here on After Hours 610 Sports Radio. Um, Again, let's take the Royals. Let's take the Royals. You know, you know, 69 and a half on DraftKings. Let's bet the over. Let's bet they can get to third place at plus 500. If you don't like that, plus 200 at fourth place. To Big T, thanks for the phone call. To Luke, thanks for the production work tonight. To everybody that listened, text it in. Appreciate you as well. I'll talk to you on Friday night, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., maybe a little earlier with Rob Brenton, depending on how this spring training game goes. Jay Bakley will join me at 6.30. We'll talk a little mock draft, what the Chiefs need to be doing to continue this successful train, and maybe what he thinks about the Royals. Go do something nice for somebody in this cruel world. It might change the way you feel about the day. I'm Dusty Likens. Good night, Kansas City.
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.